Boys are here. Nick, say hi. Hi. Justin. Sup. And my favorite of all, Jesse. What's up, guys? How you doing, Jesse? You, you, I'm, everything I'm, do, I'm doing pretty good, Dan. Everything, how, how about you? I'm doing great. Dude, it's all about you. I want to know. How are you doing? I mean, really. <laughs> how am I doing? Oh, no. It's been a while since we've actually just like, you know, like bonded. So I just, how are you, man? Yeah, can we just forget about the other guys? Can we just talk for yeah, just you know? me and you? Just, It'll just, just you right and I now, do. right here. Okay. So what's been what's been going on, dude? And I've been getting some flying it, man. Really? Yeah. Yeah. How much? Big, how much flying? Big you surprise there. <laughs> yeah. Hey, didn't we tell you to be quiet while Jesse and I are talking? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. Is this confidential? Are we good still? We're, I don't, uh, we'll just ignore these <laughs> other guys. So tell tell us what what have you been up to? No, it's been actually it's been a pretty good week. Believe it or not, we've actually. Had some sunshine here all week, so I know Nick and I uh, took advantage of that and got some flying in. Yeah, yeah. No so, crashes. No crashes. I I can say no crashes for myself. <laughs> we'll get <laughs> we'll get to Nick in a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. So uh, no, it was uh, Monday, I believe. Went out right after work. Got out there five o'clock and flew till dark. Nice. So I thirteen, fourteen flights, something like that. Um, so yeah, that was, that was good. And then went out today a little bit, got in six flights today on the seven HV compass. So, right? Compass. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's the, uh, that's the compass heli. That's, you know. that's what they call that seven yeah. HV. Okay. Yeah. No, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so, uh, yeah. They put the number and then two letters and then the letters are uppercase in case you need to recognize it. You know what? I wouldn't, I wouldn't recognize it. Well, and, and they don't write out the seven. It's just the digit. <laughs> <laughs> so just oh, oh, that's 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 great that's good to know i because yeah, yeah i mean you never know what i might find myself on you know pro star hobbies webpage look, exactly looking for a new heli and be like, I, this, I wouldn't how would i i mean is this I would, the one he flies is this the one and now you'll know i wouldn't know how to i mean i wouldn't i got to type something in the search right i, I mean exactly. i wouldn't know what now i know so good i'm glad that's yeah here. So now it's that that's easy, out of the way, you just have to search for awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what else you been up to, man? So, you uh, you got a lot of flying in. Anything else going on? How's, yeah, how's so I got the, it. Go, no, no. By all means, dude. Go go on in. Go tell I me. Was, you know, I'm still still on my sim regimen, oh. so that's still that's still going good. Trying to hit that every night. Um, you know, half hour here, hour there. So is there yeah. any of our listeners joining you? Are you doing online or what's the difference? I've, I've kind of been keeping to myself a little yeah. bit. I've, I've been finding that. It, I mean, I really, really enjoy flying online, but the problem is it's a ton of fun and there's always a lot of people to talk to. And so I usually end up doing a lot more chatting than flying. Yeah, I get so, that. 
But that's you got five moves that you need to get to for our uh, event coming up here. So you better not be chatting with people. Hopefully people, you know, people understand that. I got (laughs) moves. I got moves to learn. Business (laughs) is business. Can I let the cat out of the bag on what they are? Yeah. You don't even think that I know, but I do know. You know all five? I do. I do know all five. All right, let's let's hear him. Let's hear him. Okay, the one uh, uh, one of them is called uh, reversing pack the barbecue in the fucking trailer, and then <laughs> <laughs> and then the the other one is the triple load the firewood, and uh, <laughs> no, I'm just messing. <laughs> <laughs> are, are, are those are those listed maneuvers? Uh, they are. They're listed the bad, maneuvers. Of, now those are last year's but, maneuvers. No, but the, the bad part is, is you're saying those, and I'm like, all right, all right, yeah, I could maybe call it that. Like I could see it. Like I'm actually really trying to match those up with moves I'm working. On. <laughs> These are all maneuvers that when um, uh, Justin had a taste of the hot apple pie, he did not know how to do the next day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was. Yeah, I was. Uh, Nope. I crashed okay. and burned each time. Go ahead, Justin. Sorry. Yes. Oh, I I actually um I got the warp flying really, really good. Yeah. Um Dude. Yeah. I got that thing ripping. I, I cranked the head speed up another hundred and did like the final tweaking on the gov gain and you know, just really fine tuning the V bar, the head and man, that thing is it's ripping right now. So Dude, I've got some really good news for you. Yeah, I'm thinking about getting a warp. Wait, wait till you see it again at at our fun fly. You bought that? Was it that convincing? I it was, should be. I'm gonna convince you. It's very yeah. realistic. <laughs> Damn, this is a real helicopter. <laughs> yeah, this is. This, is, this ain't no joke, dude. Oh, I mean, man, thing, you're joking. No one else is laughing. I, I yeah, I'm not buying a warp. I, I I didn't mean to lead you on there, Jesse. No, that's you know. I was, I'm, I'm I was, still going to convince you, so it don't matter. <laughs> okay. You're going to sell me on the warp. I'm glad you had a good week flying. How's uh how's the uh, new job treating you, man? And so far, it doesn't feel like a job yet. So far, oh, that's so a, that's it, a good. Thing. I'm still I'm still liking it, but it's I'm only four weeks in. So, oh, well, give it time. You'll hate it soon. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> what they tell me. So. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Nick's words. I don't have enough bitterness stored up yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. All righty. So who's next? Who's who? Who, uh, who did anything cool this week? Oh, that's sad. Mr. Really, Mr. Pucci. I think Nick might have tried a couple of those moves. I learned a couple of my own moves. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, did you guys notice how Nick tried to deflect uh, that over to Justin? So he yeah, could... he did try to move it my way, didn't he? We're not going to well, let him, was, let him do that. So I was trying to be polite and not interrupt. Dude, polite, that's not our scene around here. You know better than that. That's not I, how it works. And I couldn't think of anything witty to say at the moment, so... <laughs> Oh, that's what the silence was for. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it happens on occasion. Well, let's move on to Nick. Let's let's hear what Nick's been up to this week. Uh, I crashed the crap out of my DSC. Ugh. Yes, you did. Well, I wouldn't say you crashed it. I did oh. not crash it. It crashed, but... It crashed. I am so freaking sick and tired of having in-flight failures. I have not... Like, okay, I botched that inverted tail blade scraping, head blade scraping... Just kind of in general scraping auto <laughs> at Othello, but that was in fun. But I, I haven't 
Man, I haven't had a good solid like dumb dumb crash. Dude, I think since since Jesse got my 700 Nitro. And it's frustrating. Yeah, yeah you know, like those ones where it just hits and you just kind of look over and you and just kind of laugh. Chuckle. You're like, yeah, you're yeah just that, like, that was all me, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. So I had a, uh, I had the tail shaft snap and it's, yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't really know what to say about that. It, um, <laughs> It went in freaking hard. <laughs> Knife edge. That sucks, dude. Yeah. And in case anyone is, is wondering, it so the, the tail shaft snapped and the heli beat the tail to the ground. <laughs> the tail kept flying and the heli yeah. fell. Yeah. The, you know, the heli you know those, uh, I, I know all the people down south might never seen these, but up here we got those little what are those things called? I call them little helicopters. Yeah, they're the little helicopter. They're the seeds for which tree is? Is it a maple I tree? I think oh, it is yeah, a maple yeah, tree. Yeah, the little twirly bird thing. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That's exactly what my yeah. whole tail hub and tail blades look like. <laughs> oh, <laughs> great! Yeah, nice. Yeah, we were almost halfway out there when they landed. It was ridiculous. <laughs> oh man, so that that's disturbing. I mean, or, it why is did disturbing. it break, dude? Because uh, it was an uh, okay. A little bit of a long story. This was the heli that we put together at Othello in the wee hours of the morning. Uh, it, it, it's my backup. Uh, it's not my normal heli that I would fly. It, it, it's a obviously different brand from what I'm normally flying just so that I can still be involved with product testing for the show. And, um, you know, just when you're having problems, when you're doing product development and design and beta testing and all this stuff, just uh, we'd love to have a solid heli to fall back. on. Yeah. You'd love to say that it goes great, but it doesn't. And so, you know, this is that one when you're frustrated, you're just like, okay, yeah, well, here we go. I'm just going to go grab this, go get a couple flights of, you know, real genuine, just relaxing flying on and doing so that's what this one was supposed to be and i was down to that heli at the time and we put it together and it's uh, I'll, I'll take the blame for it uh, because it was so late we ended up putting it together with the the white gear tail shaft which has a step at the end of it they did provide the updated black gear tail shaft which is solid it didn't get caught until pretty much the whole tail was all done now, wait a minute. You you shouldn't take the blame. The problem was that we couldn't get the damn bolts out of the hub, dude. Is that, you, is that, you, is Justin throwing himself under the, I mean, Nick just, was, Nick was trying no, to be no, all no, nice no. about That's it. That's just hold chucking on. himself. Well, hold on, hold on. Let's make sure we're completely clear. I am not putting <laughs> myself anywhere near the bus. <laughs> I've all, I, I'm I'm still you were being, working on the you were, you were, yeah. you were starting I'm to being, I'm still being drug underneath it for destroying the tail blades <laughs> but this one you know the we tried to get the freaking it comes assembled right okay first off you're using a lot of this we word <laughs> no like, no so no don't, your dude There's don't no pull wings. that crap I never touched the tail I did yes I, I, I slid it on the boom and tightened it down. That was it. No, you, Jesse, and I tried to get the freaking screws so, out of the tail grips. But and none of us could get them out. Because so what did because, we do? Why, we said, when I when I got handed the tail, <laughs> there was no more 
little like hexagon shape in his shirt. <laughs> and I can it attest was, to that because I was there when that happened. There was no white nor black magic that could have got those out. <laughs> yeah, they were completely freaking stripped. No. Okay, wait. <laughs> I will get to my news. My other, my other cool thing, I will tell you, there is magic out there that is capable of getting those screws out that got those screws out post-crash at home. I'll tell you about that magic in a minute. Nice. Because you saw what they were. Like, there was nothing that was going to get them out, period. Well, I got them out. I'll tell you what that is. But at any rate, long story short, it's not really, for once, it's not a line's fault because they included the updated parts. We weren't paying attention. We put together the old parts in it. By then, as everyone knows, a line has such just shitacular hardware in their kits that it was apparently a one-time use screw, you know, and that was going in. <laughs> and I should have, I should have, uh, when I got home, just put more effort into it then to get that out and, and the new one put in. But I'm thinking, you know, okay, yeah, it's an updated one, but at, at the next time I place an order, you know, I'll go ahead and buy a set of tail blade grips because I thought that they were so stripped that I was just going to have to, it would just be easier to slap new grips on the hub uh-huh. and call it good. But it never made it that long. So you, uh, you had a bad crash. What else you been doing this week? I mean, did you, so you, were you able to get any flying in after that or what's going on? There, um, there, well, there we was did, some positives. Yeah, we did that. We did the demo. Oh, that's right. Did the demo. What do you, what do you talking about? Ah, last weekend. Yes. Yeah, last weekend. Oh, we, that's right. That's right. Last Saturday. Yeah, we had talked about it was going to be the next day, but we actually did it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which went, <laughs> for us, when it <laughs> went over great. Uh, I flew probably the worst I've ever flown, but I, I kept it in the air. I did the worst. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> do you want to talk about freaking art? I got a new move. I got a new one. See, Jesse's <laughs> working on all these, you know, Fancy maneuvers, right? <laughs> I got one. I call it the Arnold Palmer. <laughs> the Arnold Palmer is when <laughs> you come in about 35 miles an hour for a sliding at, auto. At 45 degrees. <laughs> at 45 degrees. And you miss the concrete runway. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, crap. Dude. You hit the grass so hard. You freaking like pinion skid bump that shit, right? <laughs> you hit it so hard that you dig. And you you actually fling divots with dirt, <laughs> and it powers through. And it powers wow. through. And then you that, that then doesn't you even it. stop it. No, no, no. And that doesn't even phase it. So now you have this heli that you're committed to an auto rotation for that has rebounded about four to five feet in the air <laughs> with very little head speed because it was such a hard impact. <laughs> Then you transfer the Arnold Palmer into the Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> and then you just <laughs> continue to bounce it down the grass. And you know the best part? The plankers thought it was great. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, they didn't know any different. That's awesome. Do you- oh, it didn't go so well for Phil. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Tell, tell us about that. Tell us about Phil. I don't know. We don't know what happened. We don't. We don't know. If it, it crashed hard. I know <laughs> that happened. I tell you that. And I love that silence. Dude, plankers have such a sweet silence when a crash happens. <laughs> it is like they so think awesome. You can hear like the collective. <gasps> yeah, yeah like but it, then it was like nothing. 
Dude, it was nothing. And and this fun fly, like we, you know, we were there. We got there probably half hour early for uh, for the demo. And no matter what was going on, everyone was like half sitting down. There might be one or two people just kind of mingling, leaning against the the little chain link fence. Well, when we when the helis came up there, it's like the whole entire fun fly is at the fence. There was no one sitting. I mean, it was no, awesome. Nothing but captivation. So when that went in, it was a quick. <gasps> And then silence. Dead silence. Yeah, Dead they silence. dude. After they saw you do your your Charlie Chaplin, Arnold Palmer, there was probably you probably waiting for Phil to pick it back up and keep flying. Oh, there was no picking. <laughs> no. <laughs> that was uh, that bad, huh? In true Phil fashion, he oh, got, yeah. got the Target Bag Award for that event as well. Did he rip the bearing blocks out of the frame again? No, but dude, it was bad. It, it was, was bad, and only bad. until after. He was walking back, smiled, laughed, and waved at everyone. Then it was like this big collective. Oh, <laughs> oh man! Like, what was that on the six hundred nitro? Yep, yep. It, it's like they were waiting for him to throw his transmitter across the field because they do that, you know. At oh, that's what they do. Yeah, <laughs> they, absolutely, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so no, we we did that. That was good. Uh, no, 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 no. You're not. You're not done yet. You got to fill us in, man. I mean, you told us all about the. I, I don't know if you have anything further to add to it, but last week you told us about the drama uh, with the one lawnmower dude. Did did, oh. did anything come? Oh, of that? that's right. Yeah. Well, what happened is that he got. He's no longer there. Oh. Yeah. He no, they booted, huh? They shit-canned his ass. Gone or done. Nice. Kind of sounds sounds like they needed to. He was. Too much drama for the plankers. Wow. That's how bad it was. <laughs> that is saying a lot. It was wow. it was a toss up. They were either gonna like throw him out of the club or nominate him for president. <laughs> and they were just like, nah, I'm not really sure. <laughs> <laughs> so no, it it went well. Uh, you know, we got asked to to come back next year where they asked, is, is there, can we do, you know, can we have you guys come out and do anything? Yeah, whatever you guys need. So it's it's great. It's just all about, you know, spreading that heli love in the sure. north. Sure, sure. Yep. Let's see, what else? Um, dude, I feel like the drought might be ending Oh, on some Gen Z's batteries. Oh, yes. that would be good to know. I know it is a, they are trickling in. I've actually got a nice little plethora of 4,800 60C, 6S packs on the way. We're going to try it. And it looks like a lot of the um, different 6S sizes are starting to trickle in to the team guys and the reps, which means that usually very shortly after. They'll be getting out to the So public. the email. And it's not going to trickle, right? It's well, just, it's a trickle right now. And then it's, it's going to be like opening the floodgates. <laughs> well, it's pretty cool. And I don't, I hope I don't get in trouble for saying, saying this. Uh, uh, ask forgiveness later. But they actually had, uh, it was really neat. They had some packs sent out and they had some independent testing done, which, I mean, we do. You know, as team pilots, we do a lot of testing for them. You see rating, confirmation, a lot of that kind of stuff. But they actually went and outsourced some uh, some private testing, too. Because they're, I mean, it's it's a concern. They want to make sure that people are getting good packs. So, Dude, that's awesome. I, I thought that was really cool. And, you know, 
it is kind of a bummer that they've been so sparse. But, you know, in the end, if they do end up getting a good solid run, then uh, I think that people will appreciate the quality. Definitely. And here I just figured that the email to Tourette got through. and mm-hmm. Dude, they could have came from his house. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> that's... It's well, that, that's on uh, that. Yeah, that's unleashing the floodgates, Dan. We're not there yet. <laughs> We're not, yeah, they're in yeah, negotiations the, the with Turek. So, okay, there's there's one other thing, and then um, then I want to tell you about this little magic, dude. Did you guys see? And I'm not going to put this on the news because this is I don't want to butcher up the news with it. I saw this deal, and I just went on Hobby King's website and confirmed it. They're selling TSA. What? What? Hmm. <laughs> Hobby King? Yeah. That doesn't Wait a minute. That this feel, is or, or, or it feels like the news. It doesn't no. feel it doesn't feel good to me. No, cuz yeah, news is good. News is good. <laughs> we have this, to keep the news positive. Hmm. Yes, this is. Yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think of that? I don't I So, just... yeah, a you know, friend of mine, little one of my little Tweety birds there, he he said, "Hey, did you notice this?" I was like, "Wow." And it boy there were people firing from both directions. You know, the guys that are flying them are like, dude, doesn't have anything to do with TSA being negative. They're just, they're just a distributor over there. Right. Mm. They're just, they're just the distributor for that area. And I'm like, well, okay, but I can buy it here. Right. Oh dude. Yeah. Sure enough. So there it doesn't it is. mean that they're just a distributor over there. Ugh. And I feel like, yeah, you know, I feel like once you go Hobby King, you don't go back. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the kiss of death. I don't know, man. I don't think I like that. I I don't know. I mean, am I the only one? Am I am I off base? I don't think thinking so. that. I don't think so, dude. No. Yeah. Not at all, so. dude. It's just it's it's like man, it's like selling your soul to the devil. The one thing I think that we maybe can take out of it is. Um, there's definitely potential for mass distribution there. But the stigma that goes along with that, is that something that you want attached to yourself? I don't. Yeah. But nope. You know, to each their own. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the magic, that is goodness. Okay. I'll give you a hint. They're black and gold. Oh, I need to get a set of those. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. The only thing that got those screws out was a little propane torch and my new set of Scorpion drivers. Nice. And I, I am kidding. I have never been like so close to just being like, you know what? I'm not even going to waste my time. Just throw it in the trash. Just throw it in the trash. Because <laughs> yeah. I looked at it and dude, it was like, I don't even know what size this was supposed to be. But they did it. I got a whole set of those and I am so impressed. I, I give them, you know, and everyone knows I work on cars every day. So I'm, I'm sitting on you know, about 40 grand worth of tools at work. I don't mess around with cheap tools. And I was very pleasantly surprised. I'll actually take a, take a frame, take an airframe and you just take and stick your driver in one of the screws on the side of the airframe and let go. There's your test. If you want to know how good your driver is in a normal screw, a new screw, put your driver in there and let go. If it does not move at all, that's a good, 
That's a good start. And then we're going flying tomorrow. Excellent. It's well, a nitro day. It is. A, it's, every day is a nitro day. No, but for me, it actually it's all is. Nitro. That's all I have that'll fly. <laughs> <laughs> so that leaves us with Justin. Justin, what have you been up to, dude? Wow. I don't I don't know if I can follow that up, dude. Yeah. Nick just had a shlota of stuff to talk about, and it was all good. Yeah. We don't call him the mute for nothing. Yeah. No joke. <laughs> I'm sure he'll find a way to jump into mine, too. But let's get started. Uh, so, yeah, this week I got a little bit of flying in over lunchtime. Nothing special. Just doing a little bit of testing with the electric. Uh, you know, the weather was really nice, actually. I uh, got two or three days of flying in at lunchtime, which was really good. And that was the first time I had actually been able to fly since Othello. So uh, just to put it into perspective there. And then I had some travel for business towards the end of the week, came back this morning, was hoping to get some flying in, but no luck because it was crappy weather here, windy, rainy, all sorts of nasty. So I just figured that I would uh, start wrenching. I picked up a project on my gasser and I am I am out to tear some weight out of that thing. Ah. Um, it, it's been sitting at an all up weight of about. Oh, 12 and three quarters or so, a little under 13 pounds. I was able to shave about a third of a pound off of it uh, today, which was really freaking good. So we're down in the low 12s. Hopefully that's going to make a huge difference and there's more to go. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. And, you know, that's I think that's pretty much it as far as what's been going on during the week. This weekend's supposed to be good weather. Uh, we got the Northwest Electric Flyers uh, Fun Fly tomorrow at 60 Acres Park. And so I'm going to be checking that out and then uh, hopefully getting some fuel flights in up at the regular club uh, either tomorrow afternoon or Sunday. Sweet. And nope. getting ready for the Fun Fly. Well, yeah. Oh, dude. Come up here and learn some new moves. Well, Justin's new move would actually getting would be getting his helicopter to the field <laughs> in flying condition. Oh, oh, come on now! Yeah. <laughs> I just bust your balls a little bit. I mean, that's what I do around here, dude. They always go to the field in flying condition. They may not leave the field. <laughs> <laughs> so, any, anything else going on? That's a pretty straightforward week, man. Nothing exciting, huh? No, no, crashes. nothing exciting. No, no, nothing no, crazy. No, no crashes. No fun no fly demos. Calls. Nope. Hmm. You're a boring dude. I am a boring dude. <laughs> huh. Well, I'll go ahead and tell you what I did. I've been up to this week. Been, it was kind of a fun week. I went to a planker fun fly. And that was fun. <sighs> well, I called Nick at about, I don't know, what was it? Nine o'clock sitting in my trailer. I uh, went down to eat dinner with a friend that, that was uh, going home that night and um, got back to the field at about 8.30. wasn't even dark, and everybody was sleeping. At 8.30, dude? I swear to God. I actually, what the hell? I actually, what? I flew at 8.30, and I woke people up. Nice! <laughs> <laughs> it's time for your medicine again! <laughs> Take that, bitches! 
I I mean, look, it was a it's a small club in Salmon, Idaho. Fantastic field, paved runway. I mean, just beautiful location. I guess you know uh, the club president passed away in the last year and a half or so, and the clubs kind of grew apart. I guess so. There weren't a lot of people there. It was fun. I did have a good time because um, a lot of the a lot of the guys that I hang out with at my club went, and it was kind of fun because. When, you know, whenever I go to a heli event, I kind of feel like the low man on the totem pole watching everybody fly. But when I go to a planker event. <laughs> You're the guy. Oh, dude, you are a rock star. Dude, they're like, are you doing Are you doing parts testing? <laughs> <laughs> How does that heli stay together? <laughs> oh, man. Hey, yo, yeah, watch right this over here. Watch this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you and, think that's cool. And so, you know, I, I I bought a set of edge blades, and not for any particular reason, because I actually really like my Radix blade. But, well, there is a particular reason I bought the edge blades. It's because they're nice and loud. And, <laughs> You're such a child. And uh, I remember that phone call. <laughs> okay, dude, I don't really care about how, what flies. What's the loudest set of blades I could buy? <laughs> like, I've been asked a lot of questions. <laughs> but never has anyone said what's the loudest pair. <laughs> well, so I I put those on for the fun fly. And uh you know, the intended purpose was to make a lot of noise with a helicopter and I achieved that goal and it was very satisfying. Um had a, I did have a good time. It was you know, there weren't a lot of people uh, uh most of the guys have known each other for 100 years there and you know, and they're sit around and talk about who died this last six months, that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, whatever. We had a good time there. There was one other heli guy showed up other than Ed was there and uh, my buddy Fred as well. But there was another guy from uh, Pocatello, Idaho, showed up. Poco what? Pocatello. Come on, you can say it. Pocatello. Pocatello, Idaho. I've done some poking for, but <laughs> anyway. yeah, what's a Tella? <laughs> yeah, who's Tella? <laughs> Might have. I'm not sure. <laughs> I got to tell you, these guys come up with some really ingenious mods. Uh, for example, this guy from Pocatello, he had a 600 EFL and he, you know, he, he flew like an airplane and he'd like to fly. He'd go up and do a stall turn, fly real fast down the runway, go up, do a stall. And that's what he did. That was his thing. He enjoyed it. Nothing wrong with that. He actually flew really scale-like, which was kind of nice, and that's kind of his ultimate goal. But I mentioned the, the kind of the mods that they do, so I kept I couldn't help but notice that on the vertical tail fin was a clamp on the very bottom, and on the bot and what was attached to that clamp was a second horizontal stabilizer or fin at the bottom of the tail fin. I'm going to ask you guys, what do you think that mod is for? It's for running them big old tail blades needed to get some authority on that. <laughs> well, I I couldn't help. I had to ask. And apparently where this guy flies, there's a lot of gopher holes. And so. <laughs> oh, and, no way. And so what it does is it allows him to, if he has a, a rough landing, it allows the tail to not be consumed by a gopher hole because it kind of. It's like a another fin underneath that lets <laughs> that doesn't let the tail drop. 
You should have just. That's great. <laughs> now, did you do the courteous thing and tell him the correct way to fix that? I, you know what? I, you didn't. I, you? I didn't because look, oh. <laughs> these, they're not, they, these, these guys, they're, they're, they just want to fly their heli. And I mean, no, but all he's got to do is put a set of a different set of skids in the back. I, dude, I even showed him mine. Ed even showed him his. Yeah. We, I mean, I, I mean, we did kind of talk about it, but these are, these are old guys. They're just, this is the solution to the problem and it works. So fair enough. <laughs> I left it at that. And, uh, you know, we had, we had a good time. It was just interesting. And I got to, I got to give Ed a little bit of crap. He crashed at Othello and he shows up with the, at this fun fly. Hadn't seen him. Uh, and he had fixed, or he thought anyway, he had fixed his, <laughs> his heli. And he goes, Dan, can you take a look? Something doesn't seem right. And so his uh, swash to link or swash to grip links, you know, typically you want to line mm-hmm. those up with the main shaft, nice and straight. Mm-hmm. They were about mm-hmm. 45 degrees out of phase. Whoa. <laughs> so it looked like they were twisting around to the 90 degree. It was just, anyway. So I fixed that for it, but we got that going. And, oh, man. But anyway, so uh, other than that, guys, I I did get a couple acquisitions this week. Acquisitions? I got a one. Tell. I got a 130X. Ooh, really? Yeah, I tra- you did? I traded a guy, a Beast X, for a 130X. Oh, it must be one of the ones that comes with free tail vibrations. <laughs> it does, in fact. <laughs> and uh, I got a 600 Nitro. Wow. wow. Man, busy week. Where'd that come from, dude? Well, I have I have two of them. One of them, I had the Vibe, and then I had another Crash 600. I'm going to, that'll be, should be ready to go by our fun fly. I don't know. We'll see. But, cool. Um, yeah. So, you know. I like how you you don't even have to mention the brand of the six hundred. We all just we just know. We're just like, oh, got six hundred. We know. Of course, it's in a line. <laughs> well, just like is, is there yeah. another manuf- Is there another? Yeah. So I got that going for me, which is nice. <laughs> More helis is always better. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I've been having clutch problems with the uh, seven hundred, and I, I just no that Lynx clutch in there yet. Well, I will be getting one of those. Or but he's it, got the old links clutch in there. Well, I just have the stock aligned shit in there now. So I did have, I had to rebuild the whole clutch stack. And tomorrow I'll find out if we're good to go. But other than that, guys, I've just been flying and uh, preparing myself for the inevitable uh, fun fly that's going to happen next week. It's going to happen, right? I mean, we're still going next week. I, I think so. so. Yeah. I, you still, so, last no. I had heard. All right, sweet. So that's all that's been going on with me, guys. Maybe we should do some news. What do you think? I think we could probably put something together. You know, one of the best parts about being in our position is being able to give back to you, the listeners. And luckily, we deal with companies like Gen's Ace Batteries who share that thought. They've generously offered up a 10% discount code just for our nation listeners. That's right, Nick. So if you guys want to take advantage of this discount, go to hobbyparts.com. And when you're checking out, enter in the code RCHN10. All right, guys, this week's news is brought to you by helidaily.com, your daily RC helicopter news magazine. Nick, news. Now. 
All right, so Gowie uh, now has the X2 Formula Edition they've come out with, which uh, spectacularly, the only thing different is carbon boom supports and with metal ends and a new canopy. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Seriously, that's it? That's it. Hey, they made the news. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's obviously working. It's we something. talked about it. I, I mean... They have to make an official announcement because they have a quota of a new helicopter a month, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no joke. Because uh, I, I actually skipped over it, and one of our listeners gave me a big WTF on uh, why no love for the X3. Uh, so um, I better say something about that. Yeah, it's out too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I just had to. Oh, they're cranking them out so fast, I can't even keep up with them. And it's, uh, you know, X3, X2, it's kind of like, yeah, it's all, all the same. I mean, really. <laughs> I, I, feel the, I feel the love. I feel it. Do you feel that? I do, man. I just... No, nah, and the, the people, X2s have been like, a, Rob was a real fan. Didn't he have one? Yes, he did. Yep. And, and they're a love-hate by a lot of people. Because that's not like new design stuff. They've been around for quite some time. And they were very, very problematic in the beginning. Yes. So, uh, I mean, hopefully it's not just Fancy Boom supports in a new canopy. You know, I don't think it was ever really a horrible design. They just had a lot of quality controls in the issues. So hopefully they got that all all figured out. Do you guys remember back when Gowie was kind of like Walkera? Yes. Kind of the joke mm-hmm. of the, it's funny how yep. they've really they've really stepped the game up with that. So Helimax, um, you know, we we've you and I, Dan, have have flown the the little axe one hundred. Mm-hmm. Well, now they officially have out in ready to fly form the axe one hundred SSL. So all brushless. Woohoo. Why not from the beginning, dude? I do not know. Hey, I, I don't know. Is that the only upgrade? Uh, you know, I really wouldn't think that you would like. Truthfully, in my opinion, it didn't need anything else. I mean, that's that's really all it needed. Uh, that and some maybe some better batteries out of the package, but I, I don't know. Hmm. But uh, yeah. So and I've seen some videos of it. It's a little ripper. It'd be cool to kind of like maybe fly them back to back for you know Axe and the the MCPX brushless. But they've got a bunch of. You know, little, they've got, um, let's see, what are they called? The SQ-1. So it's like a little quad with a FPV camera on the front of it now. Uh, they got a little scale Blackhawk. Just a whole slew of these. Dude, this ones. one looks like it's got hmm. more upgrades than that, though. It's This is the one with the LEDs in the blades. I think you can right? get it. I think you can get it either way. Yeah. Okay. Beefed up airframe, extended tail boom. Ooh, yeah. This is this is not this is not your mama's Axe (laughs) One (laughs) Hundred. My mama never owned no Axe One (laughs) Hundred. Virtually unbreakable landing gear. We'll see how that works out. I'm gonna have to ask you not to talk about my mama. Yeah, (laughs) I gotta ask you a question. All right, so Grani Mod now has out a new 
Once again, I'm who? Granny Mod. Did I say <laughs> it wrong? No. No. That's no. right. That's how it's said. I guess not. That's yeah. right. I don't think Justin knows Dude, what Granny Mod is. You have is. no idea how nervous I just got. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Are they really going to just say, I'm going to have all three of them pounding on me here in a minute? <laughs> so, as I was saying before, I was so rudely interrupted with your silence. Um, Grotty Mod has out, and this is just, I'm not even going to get on this tangent again. I'm going to save everyone because I've beaten this horse to death. They now have a new SAB Goblin 500 available for real flight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, Here that, we go again. That's why Justin doesn't know about Grotty Mod. That's exactly yeah. why I didn't know yeah. about it because mine hasn't shown up yet either. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So there you go. Download I'll be, it. I'll be checking that out. Fly it. Yeah. Enjoy it. I'm sure you will. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably check sure. that one as well. Fly great. <laughs> You're freaking perfect. So not cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Synergy has released the E7 SE. Special edition. Uh, you know, I've I've experienced the original one. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to put it. Let me finish. I'm being- <laughs> <laughs> oh, once. Go ahead. Once they went to the torque tube, completely different helicopter at that point. But this thing, it looks like Matt really took the time and went through, addressed all of the little teeny quirks that were left after the torque tube upgrade. Um, you can actually adjust the tail gear ratio from 4.5 to 4.9. That's cool. That's real cool. Because then people, you know, like uh, like me, can get a good tail authority out of it with a set of, say, 105s on it. You know, at 2,000 RPM. Or people... You know, people who like crazy high head speed, like Angry Timmy, they can drop it down, drop that tail ratio down and not have to worry about, you know, overspeeding the tail and getting tail vibrations and all that kind of stuff from running too high of a tail speed. Uh, They went ahead and mounted the phasing arms directly to the head block. I mean, just a whole slew of of upgrades on this one. Third bearing block. Uh, Let's see. I do have to say the canopy is pretty sharp looking, dude. And okay, now that in itself, for for all of you synergy folk, that is almost like the second coming of Moses. <laughs> That's it, worthy of an SE in and of itself. Hey, hey, Je- it, Jesse. I th- yeah, I think we're in the middle of a compliment sandwich. It yeah, is a compliment sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is I, I, uh, this whole thing is a compliment about the SE, right. because I, I like the design, the layout of the heli. Uh, it had some problems, the original one, but I mean it's gone consistently in the right direction, and it uh, is. Uh, there's not enough meat in that sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's more in the middle. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't have anything bad. He's trying to be subtle here, Jesse. So, Justin, do you have anything to add to that? <sighs> any, any thoughts? I know that he can't say anything bad. Okay, I'm gonna give. I want to give our listeners a little little insight here, I, I, and I'll sum it up really, really fast. Dan is to compass as Justin is to synergy. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's a true statement. Very true. <laughs> I can't say anything. Won't say anything. Um, where's that compliment sandwich? All right, we'll, we'll take we'll take you off the hot seat. The we'll, canopy looks good. There you go. <laughs> the canopy looks great. Yep. Yeah. No, I I, I love I, the canopy. I personally give it. I, I would say that it looks really solid, and it looks like he did a really good job on picking up the last couple little. You felt things. like you were digging there, dude. No, I'm not. I'm not. You guys are trying to make me out to be a bad guy here, and I'm actually trying. <laughs> to give. Someone's got to get the hate mail this week. Yeah. No, <laughs> this is good. I think that it's great. I All do. Right. All right. So Sweet. just we'll leave it at that and enjoy it. And that's what I got for news this week. Sweet. Anybody else have any news? And then there was silence. There's Justin, one. There's one way to get everybody to be quiet, and that's if ask if anybody's ask, got any news. Ask her some news. This week's news has been brought to you by HeliDaily.com, your daily RC helicopter news magazine. So Jesse, I heard you had a really bad crash last weekend, man. I did. It really sucks being a poor, starving college student. You know, trying to get those parts ordered, but. Sometimes the funds just aren't quite there to pay for them, if you know what I mean. Hey, I know what you mean, man, but I got the solution for you. If you head over to helipros.com, they've got the bill me later option. That means that you can pick up all the parts you need to get your heli back in the air, and you have no payments and no interest if paid in full in six months. Dude, bill me later? That's awesome. I am going to go check it out. And remember, guys, fly hard. HeliPros has the parts. So, guys, we had uh, Patrick and Leslie from KDE on. Now, we had a whole topic kind of figured out, but uh, we had this interview, and it just was so awesome that we just kind of let it go. And it turned out to be quite a bit longer than we uh, originally maybe considered it would be. And we're so we're so stoked about the fun fly. We don't we really can't. There's really not much else for us to think about. So, what we're going to do is quickly play this interview. Uh, with Patrick not and quickly play. not yeah, quickly play, play, but <laughs> you guys will definitely enjoy this interview. You get to know these guys a little bit and uh, hear some funny stories. So we'll play that right now. We'll be right back. Nick, you're not going to believe who we have with us tonight. Take take a guess. I dare you. Um. And I got, there's too many possibilities. There you is. can't me like that. There is, there is. But Justin, now it's your turn to take a guess. I'm going to guess that it's Jesse. It's not. Jesse's not with us tonight. But what I do, I do have two special guests tonight. You, you guys know a little company called KDE Direct? You heard of Very it? familiar. <sighs> Very Yes. All right. So we have Patrick and Leslie from KDE Direct here tonight, guys. Patrick, say hi. Hello, everyone. And then I think that that's Leslie I hear there too, isn't it? Yeah, hey, how's oh, it going? Oh my gosh. It's a girl. It's not often we hear get to hear a girl's voice on the I show. I know, I yeah, feel really weird. Crazy. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Does this mean I have to put pants on? <laughs> oh, nah. Address, okay. please. Address. Awesome. It does right. it, I gotta tell you, it does I just kinda I feel like I'm peering into somebody's window hearing a female's voice on the show. It's all right. It's not awkward. Just keep going. <laughs> just keep <laughs> Not it's awkward. a little awkward. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It is. It's just a little awkward. So anyway, 
Patrick, it was so much fun hanging out with you at Othello a few weeks back. It was, you guys. You know, we had a fun time. It was fun seeing your guys' show. Man, Saturday night when you guys had the whole spread going with all the mics and everything. I didn't know what I was going to get myself into, but that was fun walking down there and sitting down and seeing seeing what you guys are all about. It was a lot more professional than I was expecting. I was Shh, don't, don't don't be telling. Yeah, come on now. Dude, <laughs> Dude I thought it was going to be a Sony camcorder and like, you know, <laughs> making me talk right at the camcorder or something. I was really expecting something a lot less. And it was awesome. Oh, you know, that's... and uh, that's why we're excited to be helping support you guys. You know, I think uh, what you're doing is very cool. That's incredible, and we do appreciate your support. Of course, as uh, most of the listeners know, uh, as of, uh, well, 1st of June, but we did do a few, uh, I guess it was last week's episode, Mm -hmm. maybe the last two, I can't remember. We did run a couple KDE spots. Patrick is so kindly signed on to help support the show, and as I always say, guys, help us support those people that support us. So, And of course, when it comes to KDE, everybody knows. It's quality stuff. We all use it. All of us here at the nation have KDE stuff on our helicopters. Yes. It makes it easy. It does. It really does. Make oh it yeah. So super easy. To easy to support when it's when it's that good. Yeah, it's it's a no brainer. So thank you, thank Patrick. You. We appreciate it. I'm starting it. to tear up right now. Uh-oh. I gotta Uh oh. Do you need do you need a, do you need a few minutes? <laughs> that wasn't in the script, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my bad. So let's talk a little bit about uh how you guys got your start. First of all, how long have you guys been married? What's up with that? And how, first of Seth, how did it happen? Do you want like, his answer or my I was gonna, answer? Did he win the life lottery or something? I don't get it. I don't understand. He, he married up. He did. He did. That's for sure. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Clint says that. Good buddy from Castle. Yeah, up. Leslie, why don't you take this one? Uh, married 11 years, happily, of course. Uh-huh. Um, no, life is good here. We started KDE. I told Patrick... I've always wanted to run our own company. We were just looking for that great idea and we never had it. So he waited until we had our first child. She was six weeks old and conveniently came up with this great <laughs> idea. And then what do you do? You can't just say no. So we started KDE about five years ago and have been doing it full time for what, four now? Jeez. Yeah, almost four yeah. years. Wow. So four. who was the driving force behind it? Was it, I mean, obviously, Patrick, did you come up with the ideas? But I mean, who who's who who runs the company? Who makes the decisions at KDE? Our company is really split. It's it's actually kind of a cool thing. We're one of those kind of rare people that if you combined us, we'd be like a super force. But separate, we're kind of you know normal. Um, but Patrick does all the engineering, the design, the R and D. Um, he helps with a lot of customer support, and I'm really I'm like the business lady. Yeah. So let's divide and make it happen. I can re- I can relate to that. That's uh, I kind of have that same feeling about RC Hilly Nation, to be exact. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a, a team you effort. Find your strengths and go with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you guys have been at this for about five years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did the first idea come along? I mean, what I mean, what were you doing and, and, and why? I mean, what was the inspiration <laughs> behind it? I mean, go ahead ha- and have him tell his version and then I'll tell mine. All right. That'll All be right. better. No, it all started with, uh, man, this was when I, we were living down in San Diego, and I, I got hooked into the hobby. Just, just uh, Actually, a family member bought me my very – I never even was in the RC until uh, we were about – I was about 24, 25, 
And uh, my brother-in-law bought me an RC airplane. And I wasn't really into it. I was like, all right, yeah, cool, thanks, man. Flew it, had some fun. Went down to the hobby store on Christmas Day because we already crashed the airplane. And I saw one of those. Do you guys remember those, uh, the Blade CX, the yellow one? (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Yep. And I had to have it. Bought that, started flying that, had fun, and then after that, went on to the Blade CP, that horrible flying collected oh, bitch thing. Oh, no. Oh, my God. But, dude, I was totally addicted to it. I would hover it in the, in the garage, like, all night long, working on this thing, just trying to make it hover. And, anyway, the way the company started was going from there was... The first big helicopter I got was the Trex, the original 600. And it was the, uh, do you guys remember the 600? It wasn't even the CF version. It had aluminum side frames. <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. Crap, dude. I have one. Yeah, we're talking like, I don't know, eight of years ago. Of course you maybe. do, Dan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it had the aluminum frames. Everything was plastic. Belt drive. Anyway, I kept crashing it, and every time I'd crash it, I'd break the plastic base frame that came with it. It had these two little plastic tabs, and every time I crashed, I'd break it. So I was working at a company, Callaway Golf, and I worked there as an engineer, and I spent – sorry, Callaway. I'm going to have to tell a story, but I spent a whole day one day. I went into work, and I'm like, I'm going to get nothing done today. I'm going down to the machine shop. And I literally machined my own aluminum plate for the bottom of that thing. I spent all day machining it. And uh, and I had it in the helicopter for like two years. And this thing was not like nicely machined. I mean, it was pretty solid. It probably weighed like four times heavier than the original part. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then it wasn't until it came up and then we moved back to the Pacific Northwest First time went to the Brooks, Oregon show, and uh, I was walking around with that, and that's when the 600 was pretty popular. I must have had five people ask me what that was and if I was selling any of them, and I totally blew them off. I'm like, no, no, I just made this for fun. You know, there's really no market for this stuff. Well, that night I came home, and I was talking to Leslie about it, and uh, I said, you know, why don't we start a company? And purely, this was not thinking that this would become anything. It was thinking of, you know, if we start a little company, all these hobby expenses, I could get a tax break for this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's totally it's what it was. It was like, if we could make enough money where I could cover my hobby, hey, that's awesome. That was it. And it started literally with the bottom, it was called the bottom bracket upgrade for the Trex 600E. Which and, we still uh, sell. <laughs> and it started from there. It was it, it just kind of took off from there. Started cold calling every hobby store we knew. And uh, at the time, Ready Heli was uh, kind of becoming a big name in the industry. They were the first ones that took us on as like as a vendor of a U.S. company. And then it just kind of grew from there. So we got we've been very blessed with how fast it grew and how much it really caught on in the in the industry. Tell me so, when you're ready for the sideline story. I'm ready for it. Lay it on oh, me. Yeah. yeah, let's bring it on, Leslie. Let's see so what I really happens. I agree happened. with everything he said. However, you have to know, <laughs> Patrick had two little helicopters and whatever he said those were, the blade, whatever, man language. And then he got the big 600 and he was 
horrible. And I don't mean like kind of bad. I mean, like (laughs) we didn't have like one set of extra parts in our little condo. We had like six sets of extra parts and he was just rebuilding this thing. Like it was going out of style. So number one, and then that sounds like you, Dan, it does sound like, yeah. And I think at one point there may have been like a crashing through the window incident as well, but um, yeah, no. So definitely um, he had his, hard learning experience of um, what breaks and what doesn't. And I do think that shaped how he designs things as a whole, because he did start as a newbie and he learned it from the ground up. How long did it take? So you had this first piece and then you started, you know, people started expressing interest. So you, you started cold calling. How long did it take before you actually realized? Cause I'm sure you're like, eh, well, we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll throw a few dollars at it and see what happens. There must have been a time when you said, wow, there's something to this and people are really into this. Yeah, what do you think, Leslie? Our tipping point was about three and a half years years ago. So we were a couple years into it and we were trying to manage, like I was doing a lot of it. He was trying to do it after work with his, you know, he had his real job and then this was just the, yeah, I want it to work, but maybe it's not going to. And then we just hit that threshold of if we're going to really make it work, we just have to take that leap of faith. And we have some really amazing customers that have just been so supportive and awesome about our brand and what we do that that's really what sets us apart from everybody else. Uh, Patrick, you're, you are, I mean, you're an, you're an engineer. I mean, that's what you went to school for, right? Uh huh. So you actually do put, I mean, there's a lot of thought that goes into these. You're not just throwing some stuff on a mill and making something happen. You're actually do you like put these through the typical, like, I guess SolidWorks is a good program engineers use stuff like that to kind of test this oh, stuff? Oh yeah, man. I mean, yeah, my background's mechanical engineering and then I decided to put myself through more pain and <laughs> went on for master's school and got biomedical engineering, which it has a fancy name and all that. It It's not that fancy. It just sounds cool. But it was basically... <laughs> Thinking I was going to go into like medicine stuff and it, it never happened. But yeah, the, uh, yeah, the design stuff, you know, it's a lot of like what you guys are doing around, you know, my buddies, we get together, we go flying on the weekends and then we just start every once in a while, someone will mention an idea or we'll think about something. Yeah. It usually starts with an idea and then start busting out the calipers if I have to measure <laughs> some stuff. Yeah, you know, and then and then yep, SolidWorks is the program I am primarily using for CAD work. And so I'll just start designing it up in CAD and then um, you know, working with the machine shop, we do it all CNC. So it goes from CAD computer aid design into uh CMM programming and then from there on to the uh third and fourth axis CNC machines. So it's pretty streamlined. We're all it, the nice part is we're vertically integrated. So Everything I do on the computer goes right to the machine shop. If there's any changes, the machinist just talks directly to me. So we can make, we can adapt real fast, but pretty much, you know, from a design to starting to test something, we can usually do in about two weeks till we're starting to fly parts. So it's pretty fun. You know, there's a lot of stuff we've done that never made it to market, but <laughs> everything we do, we test and, I mean, we've done some boneheaded things for sure. So it's been fun, like different gear materials. We've yeah, I was just going to say the the gear. That was the all-time best. Yeah. Come on now. When we were designing the first. It was cool first, looking. 
Oh, man, when we designed that first gear, before we figured out the material we really liked, we tried, I got sold on this, like, Kevlar impregnated nylon stuff. And it was literally... Oh, no. It was going to cost me, like, $90 a gear. I kid you not. It was like... (laughs) But I had these dreams of grandeur that this could be like the gear that you'd ever need to own. This thing will never break. And in order to get the material to cut this stuff, no one had it. I had to order like a large batch of this stuff. We machined it. We made 50 gears out of it. Not only did it pretty much fry all the carbide cutters that we were using to make these gears, but the first flight... I was like, I was flying with my buddy Rob, and I'm like, let's just see if we can, we're not going to be able to break this stuff. I mean, from the material spec, from what they told me, this stuff's amazing. You, you can't beat it. And uh, we snapped the tooth in like the first 30 seconds of flight. I was I mean, going to say, that's got to be the kiss of death right there. I, I had this dream that it was going to be like the world's supreme gear, and everyone is going to bow down to this thing. It was hilarious. Yeah, so so that was a Christmas, big mistake. That was a big oops. We spent a lot of money, and that completely didn't work. I think but, you need, I think you need to put the bottle down for a second. Let Leslie talk. What were you saying, Leslie? Yeah, right. Seriously. Jeez, my God. Lay off it. Lay what? Off it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say if you come to our house now, we have a really nice Christmas tree covered in gears. It's really festive. <laughs> oh, we got it. Okay, we got to see a picture uh, of that. Well, uh, we might as well. No, actually, I think those might have gone up in a bonfire at one point. Uh huh. Leslie, you got to tell us a little bit about yourself. How, how do you fly helis? Uh, you don't want to see that. I've tried. It's yeah, and so no. you're better than Patrick, right? You just don't know. You just don't want the world to know that. Actually, all of the videos you see, those are actually me. Shh, don't. Tell me. <laughs> okay, so at the risk of getting a little too personal here, I think we're past that now. Well, I, I heard, I've yeah. heard your episodes, right? Well, you know, know, we've had a couple high-profile guys on the show, and I have a tendency to ask them, you know, know, Patrick's a high-profile guy. Everybody knows who Patrick is. Really? Sure, sure. He's got the the luxury of having been married before he gets into this, but... That's true. But you see, I've been told that high-profile guys in the RC world, girls kind of consider that panty droppers. And I just... (laughs) Yeah, fresh panties for the ladies. Is that... Fresh panties for the ladies all around, <laughs> for sure. That moment when it all goes downhill. It all it just is. comes together. It's like that magical, it, sparkly it, moment. I just, Should we it, make a t-shirt for that? I is think that so. our next one? Do it. Yeah, RC Heli guys, panty droppers. All right, all right we'll do that. Most, we're all, all of us Heli guys. We're kind of geeky. We're kind of nerdy. We're into the... No, no, no. You, no. you don't think so? Really? That was the sarcasm in my voice. <laughs> yeah, she, she just took you to school. She dude. did. I, I didn't. I didn't pick up on that. So tell us how geeky is Patrick? Is he a pretty nerdy guy? Birds rule the world. So while you know geek may not be in, they rule the world, and it's kind of hot from a married perspective. There you go. Does he still wear his uh, Spider-Man pajamas to bed and stuff like that? Oh, and the Batman undies. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, totally. Not awkward at all. So you don't fly, is what you're telling us. Um, I've tried. I need Just, to do the whole buddy boxing thing. Like uh, I've been told that needs to happen, but um, yeah, it's, it's not pretty. I'd rather watch and enjoy and support our customers and do that better than crashing expensive helicopters. Just, it's not pretty. Yeah, when, like, that that's good. It's not though. pretty when like the six year old can go up and school you. That's that's not good. Well, every time I go to a fun fly, I feel like I'm getting schooled by anybody who steps up to fly. 
That's just age, though. Yeah, I am an old guy. Is that what you're getting at? I don't know. I don't yep. even know how old you are. Huh? <laughs> just, just yep. random. <laughs> you guys are not Did supposed to agree. Did I get that? Yes, I'm an old man. Tell us about your experiences with Patrick in the early days, flying helicopters. <laughs> Tell us, because we like to get the wife's perspective. And because, you know, we're always dealing with the guys. We don't really get to hear... I mean, sometimes we might hear stories, but it's always from the guy's side. Oh, I talked to the wife, just got on me about this helicopter, yada, yada. Tell us about that. Did you have to deal with that? We've thought a lot about doing some promotions around Valentine's Day that it's like, hey, guys, while you're ordering all your parts, you really effed up and didn't think of your wife, so we included (laughs) something in your order for you. Oh, perfect. I think that might be my next one, just as a we saved your ass (laughs) kind of thing. That's a great. That's go. a great I like idea. It. Yeah, right. You do because then you you don't have to check your calendar. I love it. That'd be um, awesome. Buy two main gears, get a free dozen roses. Right. Aww. Yeah, buy some Kevlar main gears. You know that are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> get a really free dozen roses. That's a good way to get rid of those things. I think I probably had the same view as most wives do about the hobby in the beginning. Like, I think this has to be hands down one of the best hobbies for men. I think you guys get together. You have great fun. It's in a fun environment. Um, You get to do something with your brain that's techy. And it's, I just, it's great. I think the hobby itself is rare. I definitely need to get her in touch with my wife. That being said. (laughs) That being said. Drum roll, yeah. Um, when we were in that early stage of he had to have like six sets of parts because it was so brutal, that was a little rough. That wasn't pretty. <laughs> and then when I was sitting on the couch one day and the helicopter flew in the window right by my head and the only <laughs> thing that was suspending the helicopter from me was our blinds, that was a little much. Oh, okay, gosh. now we you've brought that up twice now, Leslie. We got to yeah, hear the story. Never- he never tells it. Hey, babe, I'm just going to go out back. I'm just going to hover it. Mm, honey, bad idea. Why don't you just go to the humongous park right next to our condo? No, 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 really. I'm good. I got this. I don't know, honey. Oh, no. Maybe you should just take it over there. I I don't know. I'm just not feeling I got it. This. No, no, I'm good. I got this. I'm going. Okay. With the 600, Patrick? Yeah, yeah, it was a bad idea. I had just so finished. And in my defense, is like this is back in the days of FM. You guys remember those days? Oh, he's and, playing uh, FM. The guy sold me a single crystal, single whatever crystal instead of a double channel or whatever the heck that meant. And yeah, it was the wrong one. So the, the helicopter immediately locked up. <laughs> and... From a hover wow. into the back of our house, and I'm standing right next. It blew apart a double pane window. It Holy crap, dude! Right into the back of the house, and of course, <laughs> that double pane window is the one that's right behind where Leslie's sitting watching TV. Oh, Ta-da! <laughs> I think the best part though was like if I could have taken a picture of that, that would have been the priceless moment. I go out there, I'm like broom. Anyone, you're gonna you're gonna sweep, and he's literally standing there, so shocked. He doesn't even know how to. He can't even talk. Like basically, his baby is on the ground, and he's mourning. And I'm like, yeah, you just you gotta move on. Like sweep it up. Let's let's roll. We gotta get a new yeah, window. You know, you almost killed your wife, but you're mourning the loss of your six hundred. 
Oh, yeah. I don't even know if I asked her if she was okay. It was more of standing there in shock of what I just did. That's funny. That's that's awesome. So what other cool story? I mean, you got to have tons of them. I mean, because I saw Patrick fly. And he flies like he's angry at the helicopter all the time. Patrick is all about speed. Like, if he could make it faster and rip it through the air faster, I mean, that is what he would do, which explains our whole motor line. If you can get that thing going so you can barely see it, that's Patrick's helicopter. I noticed that. I noticed that. And I got to ask you, Patrick, is there ever a limit on the power? When is enough enough? No way, man. No way. I I I want more. That's why, you know, I don't even fly nitro anymore. I mean, I got to have power. And there's got to be ways to make more power. We need bigger batteries. So I'm wondering if Nick's ever given you the head speed talk. No. I don't even when you when you make that step from flying it because it's fun to making a living at it, there's no going back. So there's no point. There's no point in that talk. <laughs> no, we just let him. Uh, you know, at this point, I just let him embrace it and run with it because he's he's loving it. <laughs> That's Dude, I just love it, man. I love the idea of no collective management. My dream dream in this hobby someday is to like, no one even knows what collective management means anymore. You know, you just, wherever you, wherever you put the collective, it just works. You don't even have to think about it. He's like our antichrist. (laughs) Seriously. That actually sums him up in whole. Like if he can do it absolutely backwards of what you think it should be done. Game on. Uh, That's awesome. Totally. I got to ask you, I mean, uh, you know, you, you deal with a lot of customers, obviously, and, and I'm, I'm guessing yeah. you get a lot of questions about your products. Yeah. Yeah. There has to be over the course of the last five years, <laughs> a question that you, that you just are tired of answering. Oh man. <laughs> Tell me what that question is. <laughs> um, you know what it is right now? <laughs> is, uh, it changes, I, I think, even, is the I don't even changes, make these right? things. Well, I think your answer would probably be different depending on where we are in our <laughs> cycle. You know, I think yeah. a year ago, it probably would be different than what it is now. So give me the current one. What's the current? You know what the current one is? It's all about motor stuff right now. And I don't even make electronic speed controls. And it's, it's what does PWM rate mean? Like, what does that do for your motors? <laughs> are you kidding? Yeah. I get that question all the time. What What is PWM rate and why do you suggest 12 kilohertz? And it's like, you know, I know enough about it a little bit that I just basically ask Castle Creations or Contronic, what should it be? And they tell me. And then I test it. And if it works great, that's the recommended number. And uh, yeah. PWM rate is always coming up on electronic speed control stuff. I must get five of those questions every day, at least. <laughs> yeah. You're supposed to make up a way better story than that. I was hoping for something a little better. I'm yeah, not gonna lie. yeah. Oh, that's I mean, all right. That's the number one question. That is the number one question. No. So that means logically, the next question I'm going to ask you is, "What's up with the PWM rating on your motors?" Right. Yeah. Can you expand yeah. on that? Can you, can you expand on can that? Can I get one? a detailed analysis of that <laughs> right. by Monday? I'll 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 let you out of that one. I was just kind of teasing you a little bit. So, all right, tell us what your uh, your latest and best. I mean, I know you did talk a little bit about it at Othello, but I, I'm assuming the the Goblin Tray is kind of your newest and latest 
Wait, wait a minute. Yeah. Dan. He, he really Dan. let the cat what? out of the bag there for you. The the goblin tray is Leslie's newest and greatest. That's right. We did. We talked about that as well. Right. So we're, Leslie actually needs the credit for that one, right? No. You know what? It it's a it's kind of a good thing that I don't fly helicopters. That's kind of why maybe I haven't taken the reins and just gone gusto with it. Because there's a certain amount of questioning that you can do when you're not attached to the hobby. Right. For example, I don't I don't understand necessarily all the ins and outs and everything. So I can ask questions and where he's so buried deep in it, he doesn't see things the same way I do. So it's just a very simple question post. Like, why can't, why can't you do that? Don't you love that about these other helicopters? Why can't you have a whole system that slides in and out and snaps in? And his answer was like, can't do it. Not enough room. You're an engineer. Make it happen. Right? <laughs> that's what you do. That's actually really convenient. Nice. That's, that's awesome, though. True. Because you get that, that perspective uh, from somebody that's not necessarily involved in it all the time. That's great. I have to admit that now that I've had my goblin for a couple months, it's really kind of starting to grow on me, with the exception of one thing, loading the battery. The guys at KDE, they addressed this issue. They made a removable battery tray. If you've got a goblin, this is your number one must-have upgrade. That sounds good, Nick. And if you're interested in any of the other upgrades that KDE has, visit their webpage at www.kdedirect.com. What else are you working on, man? What else you got going on? Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Next week, we're launching the... uh, Well, the Goblin is a big deal right now. So we got the 500 parts coming out. The Bell Crank Lever is coming out on Monday. And uh, that's just an upgrade for on the tail component there where you got your the plastic lever that connects to the tail control slider. Mm-hmm. Uh, got a nice aluminum version for you, super lightweight, tightens up all the tolerances in there, and uh, that's been a highly requested item. So we got that out there. Pretty excited to get that out. And, um, oh, and then we finally got our new production run of motors coming in for the... Uh, the Goblin 500, as well as all the 500, and about a lightweight 550 class uh, helicopter out there, which is the 500 XF 1450 motors coming in. So, got a whole production run showing up. Hopefully, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday of next week. So, those are coming in, and the shaft. Now, we're going to offer two versions. One that's the standard five millimeter version for a lot of the Align helicopters, uh, some Gowies, um, a lot of the 500 class stuff. But then also we have a new shaft that we're going to pre-install here at our facility that makes it, it's a six millimeter exit that allows you just to bolt this right into the Goblin 500. So you don't have to cut shafts or any of that. It's basically just put the pulley on there and it bolts right into the 500 and uh, it works awesome. And, and at the 1450 KVE, you can run a 16 or 17 tooth pinion governed now at about 2,700 to 2,900 RPM. And it just, it works awesome in that helicopter. It's really going to be a really popular motor for that. That's really, so, <laughs> that's awesome. 
Yeah, it's, guys goal. are running. I've Take got videos of guys pushing our motor to like 3,000 RPM in that thing. It's just nuts. The Goblin 500 is, I mean, it's a true 500. It's got 500 millimeter blades on it. And guys that are doing like 3,000 higher RPM, you know, I thought I was nuts. And those guys are pretty insane. I mean, some of these videos are just incredible what these helicopters can do. So excited about that. And, uh, oh, yeah, we got another design. I haven't even announced it yet, but I'll kind of give you guys a little sneak peek of it. Are you really doing that one tonight? <laughs> no. Uh -oh. No, he is. Oh, he is. No, it's a good one. <laughs> yeah, is yeah. The, uh, no, you can share. We're close. For the uh, T-Rex 700 guys, uh, for the DFC version, it's also going to fit the older 700 and the 800, is a, uh, a new fiberless mount. Basically, I'm calling it a fiberless system mount, but it, it's a new tray that fits inside the frame set that you can mount your fiberless system to. So it's away from the receiver mount, and what that allows you to do is you can now fit larger size speed controls on the receiver mount and still fit your canopy without having to fit your without having to modify your canopy. So for guys wanting to run bigger motors like R700XF or even some of the new stuff coming out, now you can run like an Edge 160 or Contronic 200, Cosmic, any of those, and you actually have enough room now to fit those speed controls up front. So, uh, so do, you, do you still use the stock, uh, the stock electronics tray and just shave off that, the gyro mount? Yep. Yep, exactly. So I'll have some pictures on there to show people that, yeah, you just take, um, all I did is just take a Dremel wheel and cut off that uh, gyro mount portion there. You can slide your speed control farther up that portion now, and mm -hmm. then your gyro is mounted internal. So you can have, it gives you a nice perpendicular to the main shaft, center line to the helicopter, perfect mount for all of your... Uh, fiberless systems oh nice that's yeah, gonna be sweet you know i noticed that i could not uh, i sat there and stared at that and i i mean i've got a, a 160 a castle 160 and then i have a scorpion 130 and ended up just putting the scorpion 130 on mine because yeah. it fit on the side and the castle was not going to fit anymore. <laughs> right <laughs> so the that's actually that's a really sweet idea i know exactly what you're talking about yeah, so now, and then, you know, Nick, actually, this came off of, uh, remember when you guys were talking about the upgrade uh, episode? This is before I was <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yep. and, and, and we are going to talk about that in a little bit here, too. You know, and it was fair. You know, you guys ragged on a couple of my products. It was fair. No. It was totally good. I was laughing at a lot of the stuff you guys were talking about. And, um, you know, one of the things you mentioned was you really did not like the idea of mounting a gyro or a fiberless system to an aluminum tray. That mm -hmm. seemed to be a... Uh, so this one now, it's an aluminum it right frame, now. but the, the tray itself actually has a plastic insert that uh, we actually have a plastic... It's actually going to be mounting to a plastic subframe that's going to allow you to prevent the vibration. Uh -huh. Oh, so, nice. Well man. played, so I, my friend. Yeah, <laughs> so you got no excuses He is an engineer. <laughs> yeah, no, that's... And, and, you that's know, freaking how, sweet. How cool does it get that... Uh, here, here's a Marvel idea. People listen. Yes. You know? Yeah. Uh, and that's that, to me, right there, says... 
just pretty much everything. I mean, it says everything. It's like, okay, I've got this really good idea over here. Oh, yeah, I never thought of that. Let's go ahead and roll with that, implement the two positive parts of it all into one, and then just make a better product. That's so cool. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to inscribe the Nick Lynn edition right on the bottom of it. <laughs> because I reacted. <laughs> awesome. Either that or Yeah, so that'll be coming out. Uh, those are actually in production right now. So probably in about uh, one to two weeks, we should be having those out for you. So, And um, got some other stuff going on. I don't know. Leslie was kind of pointing at me to stay quiet on some things. So that's all the top things coming. Until, <laughs> yeah. uh, we that's all I'm going to say now. Right? <laughs> Got to keep him guessing a little. So. But, I, you know, you did mention, Patrick, that episode where we talked about your upgrades. And yeah. we did bag on a couple, and we gave praise to those ones that we that we enjoyed collectively. And I know that for me it was kind of benign in that I said it was the the 500 upgrade, which I had a 500 that was completely decked out. But see, that was back when I couldn't fly, yeah, at all. So instead of buying a nine dollar bottom plate, I was buying I don't even remember what that bottom plate goes for, but <laughs> I think I bought like three of them in a row, you know, because I love you. I, Email us. Great. We got that whole warranty <laughs> crash replacement deal going on. And that was kind of my only thing because every upgrade that, every upgrade that I've ever used of yours, and there's ones that I absolutely love, and that's the uh, for the lines the uh, the main bearing blocks, the thrusted main bearing blocks. Oh yeah, yeah. And the tail upgrades are the two the two that I just absolutely have on all my Align helicopters for the most part. Yeah. But um, so now's your chance to. Uh, Nick, if you can refresh Patrick, which one it was you did, and, and maybe we can get Patrick to give the counterpoint to your. Oh yeah, can't wait for this. <laughs> which one? The 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 one that you bagged on, and I believe, if I remember right, it, I think it was a tr- it was a tray or something, a battery tray, was it? No, no, you were bagging on the receiver mount for the seven hundred, Nick. Oh yes, because it it was all aluminum. Yeah, and the and aluminum's like the worst, uh, one of the worst possible things that you could put on there to transfer vibration. Right. Um, and then and then you mount your flybarless system to it. But uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And is it, okay, was it? And this, I think I said it was, but then I thought about it later, and I was like, God damn, I'm not sure if it was really accurate or not. Was it heavier than the stock one? You know, I got to admit, it was, but only by okay, five I grams. Thought so. I knew five it. Five grams. <laughs> it wasn't by much, though, right? Okay. See, I thought it was it. Okay. Well, I I wouldn't have said it then if I knew it was only five grams because that's close enough. But I guess on a technicality, I'm okay. Yeah. And the reason I wanted to tease it was uh, when that came out, we got when the 700, when the very first 700E came out, which is, man, what, four years ago now, maybe almost four. Remember, do you guys remember when the very first one came out from a line and they, they didn't extend the rails to the front and all these yep. people, I remember yes. putting the light clothes in and there was no way I was going to get that helicopter center gravity balanced. I mean, it was like super tail heavy. It was a pain in the butt, man. Yeah. And so we came out, I think, I think I had that design done like two weeks after they had just launched the helicopter and uh, I had the rails extending out the front, and I really did that for my own setup to get the uh, 
center of gravity to balance. And that's really was the core sales point to that receiver mount was the fact it had the extended rails at uh and then later a line came out with their version and it had the rails and then they came out with their locker mechanism and but that was uh that was kind of that that upgrade it was funny because it was one of our most popular sellers for like Dude, six months. That was because it's gonna, sexy. I was just <laughs> going to admit that out of all of the upgrades you sell, I've seen more of that one than any other one. So I can bag it, but at the same point, I'm oh, sure it's, it's helped to get you where you're at too. I'm oh, telling yeah. you, man, it's not about performance for most people. It's about the bling. Oh, yeah, man. We all love bling, you know? We all love bling. But Patrick goes a little soft sometimes on his answers. He really isn't about all the bling. Every single product he designs or our team designs has a purpose. And I think he, you know, he plays around. He's joking a lot. But that back in the day was, that was hot. I mean, when Align came out with their system, was it as hot? No, then it was a little outdated. But it served a great purpose for the time when it was at. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, definitely. See, I forgot all about the V one. Like that's you just that? so. Yeah, it's old school, right? It is old school. I I still have. I'm I'm putting my vote in still for my favorite because I got to experience this again the other day. The XTS head has got to be the single toughest head in the world. <laughs> <laughs> is that strong enough for you? I have crashed. Uh, between nitro and the electric, I've driven them in hard now, uh, three times and done <laughs> nothing more than break the plastic link. Yeah, that's awesome. And I mean, we're talking awesome. this last one, I had a tail hub snap, so it went in knife edge, full speed, the whole deal spinning out of control. Oh, just man. a, just a plastic link. Ta-da, that was it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and and that bottom plate, you were right, dude. You were right. Yeah? You liking it? Oh, it, it didn't taco, and I expected all the insights to be on the outsides when I got there. I mean, it was <laughs> yeah. that bad. And that thing held the frame rigid on the bottom, and I, I did not break frames. I didn't break anything inside of the main area of the helicopter. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, good. I'm glad it's working. Yeah, that the head block design, you know, when the original DFC came out, I didn't even fly it just because I was looking at it. And I just I wasn't comfortable with that design. And so uh, before that, I even had a Compass uh, 7HV. And that's kind of where the whole DFC concept came from. And, uh, you know, there was just a lot of things. It was kind of a mixture of those two and some things I had. Uh, I had already seen and some ideas that I had that I really wanted to implement in that whole head block design. And man, you know, not to toot any horns or anything, but I have yet, I've never gotten a bent KD head block back. So any, any customers out there, maybe there's one out there, but I've never seen one bent. I mean, we build those things as durable as we can. So that's pretty, that's, that's great to hear. So um, awesome. glad you're enjoying it, man. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, Patrick, a lot of our listeners uh, don't only fly the bigger ones that we've been talking about. And I know you support uh, the blade stuff as well. 
Yeah. Tell us about what uh, some of the upgrades you have for, say, the. I think you do like the 130X, and do you do the 300 as well, or or what do you yeah. do? Yeah. Tell us yeah, about some yeah. of those upgrades. Yeah, so the 130 is by far the most popular line for us, and I'm sure it's been probably E-Flight's biggest seller. I don't I don't really know any of the numbers, but that that helicopter, I mean, every friend I have has at least one or if not two or three. You know, it's like it's like the helicopter you got to have in your arsenal. And um yeah, so the newest thing that we launched for that was our series of blades. We came out with the XF main rotor blades, and they've really been a great success for us. People have been really enjoying them. They were uh, they took a long time. I was working on that design for about five months, finding not only the injection molding facility that we wanted to use, but the design of them. Tried very many different blade um, airfoil designs, some CG stuff, and... Uh, Finally got the blade design in there that we wanted, and they've been really flying good. I mean, been really well-received on the market, uh, very happy customers writing us back, good feedback. So it's been a very uh, a great a great first blade line for us that we've really enjoyed. But uh, we also offer the tail gear case that's been popular that offers you, uh, you can upgrade it to a quad bearing support for the tail shaft. So... Everyone on the blade, I mean, the number one thing you hear about, about the Blade 130X is the tail control. And vibrations, out-of-round parts, any of that stuff. So especially on the micros, micro-heli size, the tail vibrations always drive you nuts. A lot of that design that went into the tail gear case that I put out there actually came, a lot of the ideas came from some customers that wrote me saying, hey, look what I've done on my own. Um, you know, stock tail gear case. I've added four bearings. You know, here's what we're doing on there. Read it on Heli Freak. Read it on Run Rider. Hear about it on RC Heli Nation. <laughs> what do you guys think? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> You're hired, dude. You're hired. Yeah, all right, man. And uh, took it, taking their ideas that they were helping me with and implementing that into the design. It's really worked well. And uh, a lot of people upgrade to the four bearings on the tail and and get, we get a lot of positive feedback from people saying, hey, it, man, the vibration's gone or I really love the quality of your products or, you know, um, you know, keep up the good work. So it's been really it's been a good series for us. Mainly, I mean, a line, obviously, that's the big one, right? I mean, everybody's got yeah. a line. But what, what other helis are you supporting? We, we've been talking about the SAB stuff. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the Goblin series. So not only the 500, but the 630, 700, 770. We also carry a lot of our products, not only just the line stuff, but a lot of it carries over to other helicopters like the Gowies, uh, the Synergy series. For a while, we were doing a head block design for the Synergy series. And um, Mikado stuff, we now have for all you Mikado logo extreme guys out there with those big helicopters, um, we're adapting our 700 XF series motors to those. So we have a shaft um, upgrade kit that you can select when you're buying the motor that we now have an eight millimeter and it's a 55 millimeter extended shaft that, uh, that works for the logos. So 
been a lot of guys looking at those for their, you know, changing out their logo motors to something bigger when they're going to 14S or even to get more power out of their 12S setup. That's been a really popular and that and that even opened up the doors of more optimizations with some ESC companies. Um, YGE is the primary speed control used on the Mikado series. And as it turns out, as guys are testing our motors, that the YGE um, actually has some difficulties with some power delivery to the XF motors. So got a call or an email directly from the owner of YGE and we sent them a couple motors and they're even optimizing their firmware to just take advantage of what those motors can do. So it's been some uh, cool stuff. Same things that we've done with Castle Creations and Contronic, working with them on, on some of their firmware optimizations that really opens up the doors on performance that, um, that really makes those motors really run well. Well, YG is kind of falling in line and, and uh, it's, been opening up the world of speed control stuff that I really didn't know much about. So it's been very, uh, a lot of learning, but some exciting things going on there for power systems. So one last thing I want to talk about before we let you go. And, uh, let me preface this with, we, we had Bobby Watts on the show a while back. It's been a while. And we asked him the question that I'm about to ask you, and it has to do with, um, other, individuals taking ideas that you have or have made <laughs> loaded question and, he, and and he he went ahead and he really held nothing back so Chip i'm gonna systems. yeah i'm gonna ask you the same question can i go first absolutely what are your go guys ahead. yeah yeah what are your guys' That's thoughts what are your guys' thoughts on that perspective of the hobby i mean don't hold back Tell us how you feel. Let us know how you feel about, about <laughs> people copying things that you do. I mean, obvious, blatant copies. Leslie, you yeah, want to take this for one? For us, it's, um, you know, it's difficult. We're a U.S. company. We have our U.S. employees. We, we're small. I mean, we do a lot with the resources we have, but um, supporting our infrastructure in our economy and supporting the families that we do we're more expensive and we always will be. That's just fact of the matter how it is. So for us, we have to have a product life cycle to even get into that zone of where we're able to continue on as a company. So when those blatant copies come out, clearly it hurts us. Um, so for Patrick and I, we just decided that some of that's going to happen and we can we can sit here and take it and it can be whatever it is, and uh, or we can get smart about it. So we actually, on our Goblin stuff, on our battery trace system, we decided that we were going to start doing patents on stuff. So I think we're just going to get smarter about what we do. And KDE, we're, we try to always be first to market. We have a really loyal customer base. I mean, we are nothing without our customers. They are amazing individuals. Um, so we just hope that we offer the best customer service that we can and get those products out first and patent on the other end. Good for you. That was really politically correct, by the way. I, I deserve an award for that. <laughs> now tell us how you really feel. <laughs> well, here, I'll take over this one. So, yeah. you know, we get copied a lot, not only by the primary manufacturer that we're making upgrades for, right? I mean, everyone knows that. But 
also it's the the difficult ones are the are the knockoff brands direct you know the the ones that are coming out uh for us from the overseas market out of vietnam and some other areas that are just a blatant one-to-one copy um you know those are the ones that if you look into the material though so that's not always the case it's right. 10 foot. From a 10 foot distance, it's one to one. Right, right. <laughs> totally. I mean, one to one, I mean, when they're, it looks the same, maybe, but yeah, totally different materials. But, you know, a lot of them lie about what materials they are. I mean, the number one rule we made with our company is we're not going to lie about the products. We're going to let the products speak for themselves. And, you know, we use true 6061 materials that are actually certified materials you know everything we're doing we're not lying about it we don't need to lie about anything and um you know when we start seeing a lot of that stuff out there that's just blatant lies and blatant copies it it does wear on you you know you want to you want to just say it out there publicly about how they're lying but at the same time you don't you got to be you know politically correct and you don't want to be coming off as a jerk or anything like that so you know you go out there and you just let the customers decide and you really just, if you give them good products, they'll keep coming back. So it's, um, that's what we really are. We really are about just, let's put the best product that we can. Let's design the best thing. Let's make it the best way. And then let's offer crazy customer service. Cause I think the whole customer service piece has just been lost. I mean, I get cust- I get emails from customers that they're surprised that I emailed back in a day. <laughs> I mean, that's offensive. If you're not getting a response within a couple of days from a company, that's not okay. I mean, that's that's just really poor on their part. So um, we just try to go that extra step, and we try to always think about how we want, you know, what would we want out of a product, and how would I want to be treated on a daily basis. And I think that that's pretty much what our company is about. I want to, I want to add something to that. And, and, um, a little warm fuzzy there. Well, too, I've got, I... I've got a little bit, I'm going to make it a little more warmer and a little more fuzzier. That's Ooh. awkward. Again. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, I'm serious here. So, you know, there's no question that the KDA stuff is just absolutely top notch and it's, it's great quality and your guys' customer service is, is fantastic. But the four of us here at RCLA nation, we've got a, a passion for this hobby and, it, it it transcends money. It transcends everything because our goal, our sole goal in doing this show is to get one person flying a helicopter. And I got to tell, I got to tell you that, you know, having a chance to hang out with Patrick at the Othello fun fly and the last two years, there are people in this hobby that we just absolutely have a deep respect for because that passion for the hobby shines through. I mean, the fact that you've, you, you know, you're a manufacturer, you come to a fun fly and you just, you just hang out. I mean, you're just, I mean, you're flying as much as anybody else. Yeah. And it's just that, that, that pure passion for the hobby that from our perspective transcends all the other stuff. I mean, it's important from your guys' perspective as business people to make sure that you are doing the customer service and you obviously maintain the quality. But from our perspective, we really appreciate your absolute passion for this hobby because we share it with you. Yeah. And, and it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's fantastic. It's, it's infectious. That it was, it was pretty warm and fuzzy. Mm. That was, that was. 
I'm loving it. I'm, I'm tearing up right now. I love it. <laughs> I mean, it's just a reality. No, you know what, though? That is what it is all about. And whenever, um, honestly, like spring is such a fantastic time for us because we get to, Patrick gets to go back out in the field and he gets to step away from the business owner role and he gets to go have fun again and experience what it's like to be a pilot and enjoy and just be out there having fun. And that's what it's all about. It's not about being this... I mean, we're not, we're not the big fish. I mean, we're like, you know, trying to be a medium fish. We'll see how that goes. And <laughs> we're, we're on our way, but um, we just try to do great things with what the resources that we have. And um, that's where all our great customers come in and they're just supporting the dream of just having that group of guys, gals that go out and you meet at your field and you have that perfect afternoon. It's like actually sunny outside. You know what I'm talking about, Northwest people. It hasn't mm-hmm. been sunny forever. We're actually there, you know. Mm-hmm. We've we've gone past the soggy phase and we're drying out now and you just get to have that awesome time with your buddies and relax and, you know, do something fun and that's that's really the basis of where it all comes from. And that's that's what it's all about. That's what the hobby's about. We couldn't be more thrilled that you, that you guys have decided to support us, and you know we will encourage all of our listeners to support you as well. So we can't we can't leave without making sure everybody knows your URL. So why don't you go ahead and give that to us, Patrick? Sure, it is www.kdedirect.com. Excellent. And again, you guys, thanks for supporting the show, and um, and to all of our listeners, you guys all know how good the KDE stuff is. So. Go get you some of that stuff. Make it yours. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, guys. <laughs> well, thank you very much, guys. Yeah, thanks, guys. For, thanks for hanging out. Thank guys. you. All right, guys. Bye. Bye. Shit, guys. I think I need to get a new charger. Well, hey, Dan, why don't you head over to Progressive RC and check out that new iCharger 4010 Duo that they got over there. Looks to be a powerhouse. And dude, while you're at it, check out one of his charger case combos as well. They're great looking. I know, man. Those things look sweet. I think I'm going to do that right now. www.progressiverc.com. Check them out for your charging needs. So there was Patrick and Leslie, guys. Awesome, right? Yeah so cool to just to be able to talk and like talk with owners of of companies <laughs> i mean i know it sounds so so simple and so bland but you know there's a lot of companies out there that you will never ever ever get to actually talk to someone i know and it's it is so cool and i i kind of i went into you know i talked to you guys you guys just heard me talking about you know, the cool thing about what those two are, you know, they're so about the hobby and their, their passion for the hobby. And it's just, it's just refreshing. It just really is to know that the, these guys are just about the hobby, you know? I mean, it's, and they're so down to earth yeah, too. It's fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. I'm so I couldn't be more tickled that they're involved with the show. It's, it's, it's awesome. It's blingtacular. Yeah. It's blingtacular. Is that a new word? <laughs> I kind of like that word. Is that sure? I like that word. We'll, we'll add it to the dictionary. Before we move on, because we're going to talk a little bit about our fun fly, and then we're going to kind of wrap things up. But you know, kind of in the spirit of you know what we were talking about, 
with Patrick and and just people that are awesome to have in the hobby. I wanted to mention uh, a guy in particular that I had a little bit of a dealing with this week. He's uh he's a guy out of Florida. His name's David War. He has a small shop, and he did me an absolute incredible favor. Personal had nothing has nothing to do with the show, and he we're helping out a local guy here. And this guy, he, man, he just totally went way above uh, what you would expect a retailer to do. And I just personally want to say to David, thank you. And, uh, I saw you, I saw your picture on Facebook and I'm saying that because you look like you could totally kick my ass. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) this guy, he's like a monster. He's huge. He's like, I don't know, man. Anyway, thank you personally. I really appreciate it. My buddy Fred's appreciates it. Awesome guy. I really appreciate everything you're, you're doing for us, man. Today's Friday as we're recording. And it's pretty late right now when we're recording. So exactly a week from today, the night lights will be fired up and people will be pounding helicopters at night to music. Yeah. Can you, can you guys believe that? Ah, wait. I just, man, it's, it just seems like, it just seems like yesterday we're like, Hey, what do you guys think? Maybe should we try to do a fun fly? Dude, yeah. six months in the making. Yeah. It's crazy that we're here already. I just, it's uh, it's coming up so quick. So, I, again, you guys, um, that is going to happen next week. That's June 14th, 15th, and 16th over there in uh, Deer Park, Washington at the airport. Uh, if you go to our webpage, you will see uh, Google Map directions uh, to, the, to the event. And uh, I'm thinking... I haven't been able to find actual coordinates, but if I can find those, I will add those to not only that page, but to maybe some of the forum posts that we've made. And I want to take just a moment to thank rcaerodyne, www.scaleflying.com for the amazing support for this event. Uh, Without them, they're, they're just allowing us with their support. It's allowing us to make this event uh, more than it could be. So big thanks to Cliff over at RCR Dine. They're going to be bringing some pilots out. And uh, I don't, he, I talked to him last week and apparently they're, they're bringing some guys from quite a ways away. Uh, issues involved with shipping and transporting big scale helicopters via flying. It's just not very conducive apparently to having them show up uh, together. So, uh, he will be bringing some demo stuff out. I don't know if these are going to be flying machines. Quite possibly, it's hard to tell. But they will be doing some noontime demos, so you guys can check out their line and uh, see what else they have to offer. They do quite a bit more than helicopters, for those of you who are interested. Uh, be sure to, to check their website out and tell them thank you for helping us out. We really appreciate that. On top of that, the numerous amount of support we've gotten from so many people scorpion and skookum and bavarian demon and oh my gosh the list goes on and on and on i mean uh who am i forgetting guys my gosh uh heli pros oh jeez soko uh no neck rc gen zace yeah spin blades spin blades yeah i can't wait to see how this all plays out and i gotta tell you you know, we are, we're so excited about the live show we're going to do there and just the whole atmosphere of the event and uh, plenty of room for everyone to enjoy themselves 
and not feel crowded in. And uh, really looking forward to it. I mean, what are you guys looking forward to the most? What do you think? Mm, oh, yeah, man, that's tough. a toss up. Uh, Just seeing all the listeners hanging out with yeah, people. Meeting new cool. people. Oh, yeah. getting, the, getting that weird, creepy look from someone when they actually put a face to a name yeah, and, and, see and seeing the disappointment <laughs> on their face. Yep. <laughs> Uh, I know. I got it. I'm going to tell you guys just a really quick story that happened at Othello. <laughs> uh, I was a listener of the show, and I'm sorry I don't remember the name of the listener, but uh, I was in the trailer, and he he came in, and and uh, you know I've mentioned how a few people would come and go. Oh my God! It it's real. <laughs> I mean, it's a mess, and there's there's a thousand <laughs> gallons of nitro fuel in here, and wow. And then I, I couldn't help. One guy said to me, he said, you know, it's funny, Dan, I, I, you know, we listen to you every week and we kind of feel like we, we get to know you and, and, you know, we don't really see you guys, but we kind of put a face to everybody's voice. And I kind of had Nick pictured and Justin pictured and Jesse pictured, and, you know, they kind of fell in line with what I'd pictured, but I got to tell you, I, I, I did not picture you when I hear your voice. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, yeah. that's kind of an awkward, like, to that. Uh, th thank you. Uh, you know, it is what it is. What can you do? Uh, you know, there's a reason. They always say videos for pretty people. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> but I have been warned. I've been warned. And Nick told me, he says, Dan, you're going to have to get over it because you are going to be on a video. Yep. So. Gonna Trailer put, video, baby. I'm going to put my pride aside <laughs> and say, all right, whatever. Man, I don't know, though. We fire up those. Dude, we fire up the lights at night and get those speakers dumping. Oh, man. That's, that's, I, I'm really, really pumped for that. Like to, and then just to. To be able to, you know, hang out with Tim Jones. I mean, really? Hear that? Oh, that God, that sound of the nitro just <laughs> doing everything it's supposed to do properly. <laughs> yeah, that's that's oh man. It's just going to be a lot of fun. So we sure hope that uh, those of you who would like to make it out are able to make it out. I understand um uh, you know, I, Mark told me it's just not going to happen for him, but he's all the way over in the East Coast somewhere, I believe, isn't he, Justin? Yeah, he's over in uh, Minnesota. Yeah, heck, that's uh, slacker. Yeah, <laughs> you suck. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm sorry. <laughs> just kidding. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't wait, and um, I'm really looking forward to to seeing. Just seeing everybody, like Justin said, and meeting meeting a bunch of people, and just hanging out, having a good time. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I got to say, what it's on all top about of all that. I'm I'm actually really excited to try out the the night flying, the spot, the uh, construction lights. This will be yeah. the this will be the first time I've ever flown at night. Yeah, I mean, I'm you know I'm I'm looking forward to that because usually you know we'll starts getting dark out and that's you know usually the majority of our cues to start packing up our stuff and you know we kind of call it a night but that is not going to be the case this weekend oh nay nay oh no we're going to be flying 
Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a blast. So it's gonna be the first for all of us, isn't it? Or Nick, have you flown under construction lights before? I have not. All right, it'll be an experience. I actually am kind of hoping that um, this is the event where we get Nick really drunk and draw shit on his face. Why do you guys want to see? I, I'm getting kind of worried why Dan wants to get Nick so drunk. I'm all for it, Dan. I'll tell you, I'll, uh, I ain't no, no shame in my game. No. <laughs> Don't make it weird. Resist. Resist. <laughs> You don't want anyone to know about our forbidden love. Is that what no. you're? Is that what you're getting? Oh, no, he went there. <laughs> I went there. Well, the good thing about it is we're kind of wrapping up the show, so we, you know, we can't get much lower than this. So. Oh, dude, oh, we no. can, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, just, no, just, just give me the cue, my friend. Me. No, nope. All just righty. say the word or words. So again, guys, we're really looking forward to the fun fly and. Sure, look forward to meeting all you guys out there. But should you need to get in touch with any of us before then, how would I do that, Nick, if I wanted to send you an email? Uh, go ahead. Send me one at nick at rchelynation.com. Justin, if I wanted to get in touch with you? You could get me at justin at rchelynation.com. And a quick reminder for those of you guys that do want to take advantage of sending us stuff so we can bring it to the fun fly you probably only have a day or two here if you overnight it by the time you get this uh, this podcast. So get in contact with us. That is a good point. In fact, I did have two packages show up today for listeners. So those yep. guys got their stuff in time. So, And to any of the uh, benders out there who we've been in contact with, um, if you have not sent your stuff in, uh, to donate to the pile of traffle, please do so, uh, or else you will be forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll show up at my house after the fun fly, and it'll be like Christmas. No sugar coat in that one. <laughs> no. All right. I mean, so, hey. Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> How would I get in touch with you, Jesse, if I wanted to do that? Definitely email um, jesse at rchelynation.com. And I am Dan. You can reach me at dan at rclanation.com or Dan K. Reed on our forums. Things are going to be a little bit different this week. You're going to get this show. Uh, you've Well, you got this show on Monday, today. As you know, we're going to be at the Fun Fly. Uh, Nick and I this week are going to record kind of a special little show to release on Thursday in lieu of the following Monday. Uh, so essentially what that means is you're going to get next Monday's episode a few days early. Don't worry though, because the awesome fun fly show that we are going to record at Deer Park, that will be released midweek next week. Like Wednesday. Like on a Wednesday. Yeah. So you're going to get to hear all the antics. And I think actually we have a couple surprises up our sleeves for some things that might happen during the show. In other words, I don't want to kind of, I don't want to mislead you and say you're going to get a lot of stuff, but we're kind of thinking about releasing a few shorts. And when I say shorts, literally, I mean five minutes, uh, maybe some quick interviews that we can record at the show and literally just plop onto the internet. We'll see how that goes. It'll just kind of help you guys see what's happening as it's happening. 
at our fun fly. So uh, nothing will change. You'll still be able to get those through the same feed, still be available on iTunes. So just check regularly at your updates, and uh, those will be made available if and when they are made. So That's right. So once again, Sweet. Thursday, be listening, looking out for the for the next episode on Thursday, and then again the following Wednesday, and then we'll be back to normal after that. Yep. So you get a whole extra one. We're going to do a whole extra episode, and then the like Nick said, the following Monday, we're back into the normal swing of things. This has been episode number 89. We sure hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we've enjoyed making it. Have a good week, guys. We will see you at the Fun Fly or next Thursday. Have a good week. Catch you on the flip side. Later, guys. See you then. This has been a production of RC Heli Nation LLC and is brought to you in part by Heli Pros, KDE Direct, Progressive RC, and Jen's Ace Batteries. We thank you for listening, and if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please feel free to send us an email.